0: Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Chad Hawk with Matt Dowd, and we are Renegade Atlas. And today we're exploring this created-to-be idea that we have been talking about now for a month. And Matt and I were sitting here talking about it, and we didn't really introduce this created-to-be idea as well as maybe we could have, and we wanted to talk about that because... I know for me, and I know for Matt as well, that we firmly believe each person has an incredible value. And you are made, you are truly made to be something special. And we believe that about you.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So this series is kind of tapping into that idea of you are made to be something different than perhaps the world tells you you are. The world does a great job of beating us down on those things yeah, or right. guide, pushing us in a direction that it wants us to go that may be different than what God wants for us.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's easy to get um, distracted or listening to the wrong influences and the wrong voices or just ones that don't have our best interests at heart. And there's this one voice that wants the best for us in all areas. And so learning to tune into that can be really helpful. Um so yeah, so it's let's let's get after. I think it's good we should introduce this the general concept a little better than we have created to be healthy, wealthy wise. Yeah. It's kind of the three areas that we want to talk about. We've yeah. been doing created to be wealthy. Um I think we're going to start to transition into to other areas now, but today we just wanted to take a little bit of a step back and talk about our our general aim and purpose with this whole endeavor, this whole series.
0: Yeah. And I think if we go look at that first word, created, Mm. created. That means that we didn't just, it's not by accident. It didn't just appear randomly. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, for you and I, we both give the nod to the Lord on that. We'd actually depend on the Lord for that. Right. And there's a real endearing quality to that. If the creator of all the universe took the time to make matt dowd mm-hmm. yeah uh, that changes the whole specialnessness of you right? <laughs> right the the depth and quality that you have and you were made in his image
1: right which what does that even mean you know
0: yeah but that's who you're created to be and right. then the the created to be You know, there is a being state. We are human beings, right? Mm -hmm. And when we live into that identity that we're created to be, there's so much more flourishing that can take place. So when we handled something like the idea, and we talk about the idea of created to be wealthy, it's not just dollars and cents, as we've said before. Right. So much more.
1: Right. Like our our value, it's even easy to start to... um try to get our value from these things, you know, such as how much money we make or how successful we are, rather than understanding our inherent value and then taking that into the things that we do. Yeah, absolutely. And that ties, I I think that
0: ties right into where we're going to be heading, and that is the created to be healthy part. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, after 20-some years in practice, there are a whole lot of people I see who have a very despondent attitude about their health, mm. that they are on the downside of health and life and opportunity, yeah. just as the same way we, we've discovered and created to be wealthy, how a lot of people believe they're very, very, very limited on what they what is possible for them.
1: Right. It's ama- always been amazing to me how closely health and wealth parallel each other, our mindset yeah. and attitude and approach, sure you know, to... Um, I think it's because they're both a resource, right? We don't, we we obviously money is a resource. Our time is a resource, but our physical health is a huge resource, which never becomes more apparent than when you lose it or lose an aspect of it. Like, you know, I've even thrown my back out and just been kind of laid up for a few days. And it's it's like, wow, this is a big deal. Just the ability to get up and move around Freely and without pain or great difficulty, uh, that type of thing brings it back into perspective pretty quickly. Yeah, makes us appreciate what a resource, what a you know, what a resource health really is.
0: Yeah, and it's what's interesting is I can't tell you how many times people have said,
1: "I feel worthless
0: hmm. when I'm not good, when I'm not healthy. Mm-hmm. I feel worth less right. than when I'm healthy or wow. well." And that's, that's a huge hit to that created to be part. Because yeah. if you feel like you're created to be better, but you're not there and you're worth less, mm-hmm. that has a
1: huge assault on your identity. For sure. Which maybe let's talk about that. You know, here's a question I've been liking to ask people lately. Sure. It's this question of what do you think God wants from you? And what do you think he wants for you?
0: So I can tell you where my headspace is on this, yeah. and I'm not saying it's the right one. Okay, but in my just to be transparent with me, I think the thing that God wants for wants from me is He wants to be in relationship with me. He wants me to be in relationship with Him. He wants me to mm-hmm. uh, to walk side by side or with Him or even be carried by Him. Uh, so much of my life I've spent running ahead or going left and getting lost in the weeds. And that's not what God had for me. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't care so much where I go. He wants to be there with me. And I don't mean that in, in a careless sense. Sure. You know, oh, I'm right. not saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in, in, in my life, he doesn't care if I'm a chiropractor, a dentist or a flooring specialist.
1: Right. Yeah. Not necessarily particularly. You know, but I think that on the flip side, he did make you to be a healer. Right. Right. And so then he, then this kind of ties into the way I would answer that question is that I think what God wants from us is for us to know who he made us to be specifically, both generally and uniquely. But so, Chad Hawk, who were you made to be? I think he wants you to know that and then to live it out joyfully. I agree. Because who he made us to be is also going to be in line with what we desire. I think that our deepest desires are very much inherently tied to our identity that's like in our DNA. And, so, and it really is. I believe yeah. it is part of our DNA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like physically. Even, yeah. Right. I do mean that. Yeah. Which we can, I'm sure you're going to talk about that more as we go into created to be healthy. Right? Maybe a little bit, <laughs> maybe a little bit, <laughs> which is awesome. I mean, yeah. Like there's such an interconnectivity between our spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical well-being. It's all tied together and financial, right? We've been talking about wealth. The, right. They're not inter, they're not independent. They're interdependent. Right. Things. But so, but yeah, I think that God wants a lot less from us than we're taught to believe or taught to think. I don't think he wants a whole lot of like penance and servitude or, you know, I think he does want humility and an acknowledgement. He wants us to know and recognize that he created us, but he created us for this like beautiful life to flourish. Absolutely. You know, and to, and to build and work, you know, and, and create Well, I'll put it to you like this. When I said he wants
0: us to be with him, I can't imagine my life without my wife. Right. And I have a passion to go home at night and be with her, and I miss her during the day. And the coolest thing in the world is the more I'm with her, the better I am at who I am, Mm -hmm. better I become who Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. But it's even more so with the Lord. And the great thing is I never leave him or he never leaves me. Right. And so, like you're saying, it's it's you can be with God all the time, and the more you're yeah. with Him, yeah. the more He shows you who He He's made you to be. Yeah. Just like the more I'm with Kate, the more I'm a better Chad.
1: For sure. And another another cool aspect is uh, He's with us all the time, and a hundred percent of the time, He's always going to tell us things that help move us forward and help us feel better, make better decisions, right? Have more positive impact, uh, experience more peace, experience more rest, experience more joy. God is always 100. He is good. God is good, right? I, uh, one of the questions we're going to get into later in Created to be Wise is about like, why is there pain and evil and suffering in the mm-hmm. world? And why mm-hmm. has God just let that happen, which is a really hard thing to answer. And fortunately, we're going to have some help answering those type of questions. Yeah. But one thing I know is that he's not the cause of all of that stuff, right? There's evil in the world and things that are decaying and broken. So it exists. Um, But in the midst of it, he can give us love, joy, peace, patience, all these things. And, you know, productivity and purpose and hope also that gives us like a reason to get up in the morning. I think he's 100% for that, for everyone. I agree. Yeah. So (laughs) there's not much to, I
0: mean, that if if people can wrap their brains about what we're saying right here, and maybe Mm -hmm. they already have, you know, but this is so vital to a free life.
1: Well, I think, I think a lot of people and myself included have been in this place where we had a a wrong view of God and like mistaken, like just unintentionally kind of misinformed or our experience tells us something different. Right. Um, I'm thinking of this example. If you have a loving parent with a kid, like a toddler, you know, and the loving parent does everything they can for the kid and creates a great environment and, you know, teaches them, feeds them, clothes them, all this stuff. And they also instruct them, you know, don't go play in the street. And if when the parent's not looking, the kid runs and plays in the street and gets hit by a car, you know, do you blame the parent for that? Right? Like, is it really the parent's fault? Maybe they should have been watching him 100% of the time or something like that. But 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 the kid made their own decision and went and did that. And there was a consequence. They got hurt or whatever. Right? Right. So I think that a lot of people, people I've talked to and even myself in the past, have wanted to blame God for the things that go wrong. And when you think about it in terms of like that parent-child thing, it's really not, it's not even... A logical thing to do, right? But we get feeling that way, right? So it gets down in there, and we start to feel like maybe God's not for us. Maybe He's not really good. And so, one of the first steps I think is to go through the process of understanding what voice we're listening to, yeah. you know, and what's it telling us.
0: Well, the the preconceptions of who God is uh, has a huge impact on how we live. If you believe God is, um, Uh do you believe God is a just God? I absolutely believe he is a just God. But what does that mean to you? Uh And how does that play out in your decisions and how you relate to other people and how you worship him or if you worship him? Yeah. Or maybe you just try and run away from a just God. What do you do with a holy and just God? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Mm. What does holiness mean? If you can't even wear your shoes in his presence, you know, if you walk into the Holy of Holies and you you die. Yeah. You know, what does that mean? You know, you think of all these old testament ideas mm-hmm. of God, and you also compare that to who Jesus was in the flesh, God, and then who the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us, God. And there they there is an appearance of contradiction. Mm. But it's all about it all points to who we're created to be. Each of those characteristics of the Lord give us an idea of who he made us to be. Oh, right. And it's pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, created in his image were the representation of God in a sense, right? Yeah. Humanity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I think we just like we fall victim to listening to these other voices there are a a bunch of voices in the world right there's our own mind our own experiences and things we excuse me things we come to believe based on our experiences good or bad we start to attribute you know um blame or credit i guess to different various things but if things go wrong we start to and we want to start to blame god that's that's a natural thing to want to do, um, but it, it just leads us into this trap, right? Where we start believing the person who is the most for us, we start believing he's against us, and then we're essentially isolates us. It leaves us on our own to figure all of this stuff out, and we start carrying a burden that we were never meant to carry.
0: And we try and get answers from people who don't have answers, mm.
1: Yeah. Or places that don't have, you know, that aren't like, yeah, like trying to get really wealthy, like really rich, you know, or trying to get really healthy. I mean, you know, you see people in the gym all the time and thinking that physical health by itself is going to be their solution. Right. It's a big piece of it, but it's it's not the entire solution.
0: Exactly. Yeah. We make these little gods, these little idols in our life um, that become big in our minds. Whether right. it's diet or exercise or money or um, even addictions that we have, some people make pornography a big part of their life, mm-hmm. or sexuality, um, hmm.
1: even religion. Yeah, religion itself. Yeah, yeah. Relationships is a big one. You know, yeah. the desire to right get married or have a girlfriend boyfriend can. It's, all these are. Well, most all of what we're saying is good things. Yeah. But but if they have take too high of a place in our lives, like a position, um, we're seeking after them more than, um, you know, above everything else. Like you said, they're little, little G-gods or like idols in our lives, and they lead us astray.
0: Yeah. And I've actually seen that play It's interesting because um, in my trips to Africa, I'll never forget my very first time there, I saw a guy who – literally was an idol worshiper. He was an animist and he on his little balcony, he had these um, dolls and these things set up and he would uh, cut the head off of chickens and pour the blood over it and he would take alcohol and pour over the top and he would do all these things. he had these rituals as mm. if that brought him closer to what he was doing. And he tried so hard at it and he was in some ways it was pretty vulgar. Um, But he poured everything he had into it as if that was making him better. And it seemed like from a distance, watching him do it, it seemed like less and less of his humanity, his his calling, his purpose in Hmm. life, Hmm. his created to be part became diminished every time he did that more and more. Hmm. And I think the opposite is true when you worship the Lord. I think you become clearer
1: and clearer, not less and less. Sure. Yeah. And freer and freer. Yeah. Like less beholden to accomplish things or religiously, um, you know, continue certain ritualistic type practices, which could be, it could be like classic religious in nature, like going to church or going to mass or, you know, doing certain religious activities, or it could be other religious activities like having to work out every day or yeah. you know yeah um <clears throat> or here's a big religion where we're from the Kansas City Chiefs oh my goodness you know i mean yeah. super bowl champs yesterday which is awesome and the whole city's celebrating but i also know people who like when the chiefs win they're happy and when they lose they're, they're mad sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad mad whatever right you know it's like um it i don't know they're it's their worship or fandom of a football team takes a very high place in their life. Yeah, you're right. And you can kind of see how that doesn't always work out so well.
0: Well, I think you get into the whole area and we're we're very guilty of this as Americans, um, of finding that thing that sits on the throne of our life. And, Mm we we do worship it and it's it can be all these things we're talking about but this is a perfect example because if you're ever from a sports town um, it's really clear to see really really clear to see how people get all up for one thing yeah and then if they win it's good and if they lose it's bad Yeah, and it really plays out yeah in how they live their life
1: yeah and it's funny because you know you see the crowds, power and light district, you know, and around town or at the stadium itself. And anytime, like this could be a, a sporting event or a concert, and you see people united with their all their attention on one thing. And it's actually that is worship. It is. They're participating in worship of something. Well, which. You know, know. I'm going to step on you here okay, for just a second and say ahead. this. Think about it. What is this known as? Chiefs Kingdom. Well, yes, Kingdom. Chiefs Kingdom, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the god or the king of the kingdom is... Who is the king of the kingdom? <laughs> yeah. See that, that's Fair. the thing.
0: It's the mysterious
1: football god yeah. in the sky. It might be Patrick Mahomes right now. It might be. It might be Andy Reid right now. And those guys are awesome. Um, But the thing is that, like, if that's your god, it's ultimately not going to satisfy. Never can. Right? It's temporary satisfaction. This is awesome till next year comes around and maybe it doesn't go so well, you know? Yep um, God, God, the real God, he's always going to come through. And that may sound like just sort of, you know, imaginary friend, like la la land to some people, but I don't know, I guess for you and me, we've experienced too much with him to, to think that that's just something that's in our mind only. Right. Like he's real and uh, he, like, he's really there. He really wants to he knows us. He really wants us to know him. I think he also wants us to know us better than we tend to.
0: And that goes right back into the created to be.
1: So what would you say, here's my question for you. What is the purpose of this whole series? If you could, you know, kind of give a a summary of it. We're doing created to be in different areas, but what are we trying to get?
0: I really want people, the listener to be able, and for you and I, I want us to come out different. Look, mm-hmm. we don't we have we have no expectation that a million people are going to listen to this. But the one thing that we can do is you and I will have this conversation yeah. regardless of how many people. That's right. And I want I want to be able to leave this time with you, Matt, where I have a different view on my own life, the relationships I have, and my Lord. I want to be okay. I want to be different. I want to have a new appreciation that perhaps I haven't had before. I want to see. I want to tear down sacred cows that I've held up in my own heart or Mm. mind Mm -hmm. that have no business being there, and I just have been ignorant to, or perhaps I was willfully worshiping, Mm. and let them go. And so for me, the challenge is: What about in in finance? In in my my ideas of wealth, my ideas of wisdom, my ideas of health? What do
1: I need to embrace and what do I need to let go of? Oh, yeah. So that's what it is for me. That's cool, yeah. I, I mean, I would just echo that. It's funny, I think that I I always think of it in terms of our audience, you know, our listeners, whoever is listening to this, that someone out there would get something valuable for them that would unlock right. something that maybe has been holding them down, right? Some just little wrong you know, way of thinking or some some belief that got in there about the way the world is, or about the way who God is, or about who they are. You know, our beliefs about ourselves are some of the most hugely impactful things that we ever carry around because it determines what we think is possible. I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes as an example. What does he believe? He believes that they always have a chance to win, always. no matter how grim it is, and he believes he's the guy that can help them get it done, and so. He acts that way. If he didn't, Tyreek Hill, the wide receiver, was being interviewed and said that Patrick, you know, the quarterback had to kind of reboot his mindset for him because he was starting to give up on the game. Like just, you know, like it wasn't going to work. It wasn't looking too good late in the fourth quarter there. And then all of a sudden they turned it around. But, you know, Tyreek needed a little mindset shift. Patrick Mahomes gave it to him, you know. And that's the type of thing that God will do for us. When we, when our mindset, our perspective starts to kind of go down the dumps, you know, God wants to like realign it into what's really true. And for him, what's really true is also always good. Yes,
0: always. And this is interesting. It's a really good example you just gave because of this. Who's the fastest person in the NFL? Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Hill. Yeah. Now that is empirical data. Right. That's objective. Yeah. Yeah. You can absolutely take that to the bank. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. And yet he did he started to lose faith, even though there's a fact that he can beat every single person out there by a few steps.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It took something who had a belief, which isn't an empirical thing. Right. You can't measure that. Sure. To overcome or to encourage somebody
1: who had a fact. Yep. So it That's that's really interesting. Yeah. Well. The tree of life versus the tree of knowledge. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, this stuff with God and humans and the way that all interacts, it's not always about religion. It's about how it plays out in real life. You know? So Patrick Mahomes shared his faith with Tyreek Hill right there. Exactly. His belief. He said, here you go. I believe. Let's do this. And he brought him back on board with it. And I think that in that moment, if God was really interested in anything that was going on in the Super Bowl... It was that that type of interaction would happen, that Tyreek Hill would be remember to believe that he is who he is. He's the cheetah. He's the fastest, you know? Right. And like, go do it. Go be it. Go live it out. That's right. the type of thing I'm talking about when I say, what does God want for you? Does he want you to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, but if you lose, whatever, you know? It's yeah, like did God you, doesn't care. Yeah. Did you live <laughs> into your the best potential version of yourself yes. right now? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. End, end of episode. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. Everybody, great. thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: <clears throat> that, is, that is really the essence, though, of, of why we're doing this, what our expectations are, and what we hope you're what's revealed to you. Mm. We want to stir that subtle substance of your soul so that you can remember who you've been made to be. Yeah. And maybe for Amen. some of you, it's the first time you've ever heard it yeah some of you have had some rough lives right i'll tell you i got a note from one of our listeners and what they've been through in life is in just a really hard 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 place yeah and i feel for them but they're so encouraged they say when they listen to what we talk about Mm. and it's like it's awesome wow yeah that's great news. Yeah, And I want to introduce something. When it comes to this whole health idea of created to be healthy, mm-hmm. do you believe that to be true? And most mm. people don't. Right. Okay. Because our society, Western culture has taught us that we are, it's a mechanistic or an allopathic model, which I think is an affront to God. Yeah. Because it tells us you are only the sum of your parts. Yeah. So, Matt, you are you're 2.73 trillion cells. Okay. 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 And that's not the way God views you. Right. You're not 2.73 trillion cells because there is a genius. There is an intelligence. There is an identity in you mm. that makes you different when you're alive versus when you're the moment you die, you're still the same number of cells. Hmm. But something, Hmm. the intelligence has left the body. The genius, the soul has left, the the spirit has left the body. And when that happens, there's nothing tangible that occurs to a cell. Your your left arm, pinky's fourth cell on the left (laughs) is still actually living, even though you may be dead. It could still grow and divide for a, a, a bit of time. Really? Wow even though you're dead yeah that cell you're way more than just your cells and that's the vitalistic way so Hmm. if one is allopathic or mechanistic way of looking at it allopathic and mechanism are the same thing which is traditional medicine I give you a drug to affect that organ, which then changes this. It's like tinkering with a system to get an end result in that system, but ignoring the rest of the body. Okay. okay. The vitalistic way says, no, you are greater than the sum of your parts. You are worth more than the sum of your parts. And even if we had all your parts that we could assemble together, you still wouldn't be you hmm. because there is an intelligence missing. Hmm. And that's that vitalistic way of viewing the human body in the healthcare system or in health. And if you recognize you're way more than just a heart lung kidney spleen and you know 2.6 trillion other cells, right it changes the way you view yourself because there is no disease that is 100% fatal except holding on to defeat hmm. Every disease, a human has survived there's okay. no 100% fatal disease
1: like where the disease itself ultimately has power over right. people right generally people speaking.
0: have people have lived through rabies yeah without a vaccine not mm-hmm. common, but it can happen okay yeah um, people live through the common cold. Yeah. People can live through the coronavirus there's only been <laughs> yeah. what 138 or 178 different deaths now from it globally. Well, I'm sorry, the common cold
1: is way worse than that. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Even yeah, okay, right. So But even like cancer and stuff. I mean you know
0: people heal of cancer. People you see the 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 it doesn't matter the diagnosis. Mm. God has given you an innate healing recuperative power. Mm. And that is something that we are not even taught in Western culture.
1: So it's like segmented out into just the physical realm. Exactly what's going on physically and that's it. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I think that that puts a mute button that is actively depressed, that limits the power of what the Lord will do in your life.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. And so you are created to be healthy. You are created to be alive. Mm -hmm. Sure. You are. Even despite your diagnosis or circumstances, you are created to be healthy.
1: Well, and I think it's you know if you, as an example or for evidence of it, look no further than Jesus when he was walking around on the earth. He spent a lot of his time healing people. Yes. In a time where there was no Western medicine, no modern medicine, you know, <laughs> I don't know what medic- medicinal practices were like back then. There were doctors, we know that, but yeah, well, um, Luke was a doctor, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but you know, I mean, he didn't take them to the doctor. He he was the doctor, <laughs> right? But the, the great but, physician. Yeah, the treatment he applied though was clearly not, you know, drugs or no. surgeries or whatever. No. It was, is on a much higher level than that. But it was something like physically happening, right? Along sure. with spiritually happening. I mean, it wasn't just like, no, there was there was a. There was a... <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't magic. I'll no. Say right. That.
1: That's, it's, it feels like it though sometimes. Right. When Jesus, like someone touched his robe, and becomes well, you know, healed from a yeah. Like it a was chronic illness or basically. It
0: was a transference of something that will never yeah. I've seen happen. Yeah. Okay. I I've seen it happen with patients. I've seen it happen in ways that mm-hmm. you can't even begin to understand. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. It is truly, I think it's a transference of a power that we're not even aware of.
1: Would you describe it as like a f- just what the body, what we're already doing when we heal, like when we fight off a cold or heal from a Yeah, cut. but it takes it to level 11. But just like, of like way accelerated yeah. in terms of speed? It, it, yeah.
0: it It's even more, I, geez, wow. <laughs> I don't. This is probably um, an area where I have way more experience than I ever could imagine and i have way less capacity to describe it than Mm. i could ever imagine okay um i remember on a trip to ghana in 2009 the group i was serving in this town called they did not want me to leave because a thousand people were still in line 1200 people or so were still waiting and i had to leave at 12 to get from Kofrija to back to Accra to get onto an airplane to come home. Hmm. They were not going to let me leave hmm. physically. Yeah. They were blocking the truck. When you have a thousand people gathered around, yeah. it's incredibly intimidating. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting in the front passenger seat and they're like, oh, we can't go. We can't get out of here. They're going to pick up the truck and keep us here. And they were, they were threatening, you wow. know? And so here was the solution. I said, I know what I need to do. I got out, I put down the bed of this little pickup truck, I stood or you know, the, the tailgate, and I stood on the back of it and I said, Everybody, quiet. Okay. Okay. And I yelled that. And amazingly, people kind of got quiet. And I lifted my arms up and I prayed. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what I prayed. All I know is I saw people weeping, crying and they were healed and all of a sudden everybody's disposition changed and the crowd just dissipated within like a minute or two there i just prayed we got in and drove away
1: wow so you know what i just thought of right there no is like all of the chiefs fans at a football game cheering and screaming and like Wanting the Chiefs to win, and then as soon as they do, it's over and the crowd disperses. Okay. So it just made me think of like what is the deepest desire of someone's heart in that moment. Like these people in Ghana, they that was like th- the thing they wanted the most. Yeah. Was healing, and they felt like you were the one. For some reason, you know, who was going to be able to bring it to them, and so they were. They were pressed in like it was. It was just that important. It was to them that they weren't going to let you leave. I don't know. It's not an exact analogy. I was just thinking of like where you know what we're looking to for that as the source of what we need.
0: Well, it it goes back to what you said. You know, if somebody, if I can just touch the hem of his cloak, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. then I'll be healed. They had enough faith to believe. Right, their faith was high enough, and then God somehow used me as this. I don't know, intermediary of of it. Which is what he does. I mean, that's how he, you know. Yeah, I have no idea really what role I played, if any. But God showed up and changed those people in an instant, and they healed. And there's video on YouTube of of this very event. I have no idea where it is anymore, but it's out there, and it was remarkable.
1: Well, clearly, I think he did use you. Like You were an important piece in that. And this gets back to... You know, like created to be. Like what what were you created to be? You were created to be the guy who could be in that place at that time for him to work through. Right. Now it's not saying that he couldn't have done that work without you, but he wanted to do it with you. Yeah. Or that's true. And through you. This is one of the things that to me has given me great purpose. Um before we talk more about that, I think we should probably pay some homage to those who are helping make this show possible.
0: Yes, and think? <laughs> I think we should, and that's Shenandoah Joe. Shenandoah Joe, uh, Dave Fafar is a coffee roaster in Charlottesville, Virginia, in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. And he, boy, I'll tell you what, he makes some good beans. Um, yeah. as I love what you came up with. It's coffee drinker's coffee. Yeah, right, right. Um, and that's the best way to describe it. He picks the beans he roasts, he roasts them by hand, Yeah, and you can buy them. They will ship them directly to you. You'll get them in just a few days. Just mention Renegade Atlas when you contact them. Um, You can call them, look them up, uh, ShenandoahJoe.com. Go there, order online, call them and order them. If you want specific, uh, you know there's a type of coffee you want. Hmm. He will probably be able to match something perfectly to you. Yeah. He knows how to marry the yeah. person and coffee together. Oh, that's cool. In a beautiful relationship that will last <laughs> until that cup is done. <laughs> and it will bring ultimate fulfillment. <laughs> it will be. It will be it will be fulfilling. Yeah. Um, but Shenandoah Joe, Shenandoah Go check out their coffee. Mention Renegade Atlas,
1: yeah. best thing you can do to support us. And we have another sponsor as yeah. well. Top agent referral. If you're looking to buy or sell a home anywhere in the United States. Um, Look no further than top agent referral. Uh, It's a cultivated network of realtors who are exceptionally skilled in their local area in the exact type of property that you're looking for. So whether you're looking for a single family home um, or a commercial property, top agent referral will help connect you to the realtor in your area who is the most adept at working with that exact type of property. And they'll help you sell your home for the most money, the quickest, They'll help you find the property that you're looking for exactly to your needs. Um, The best way to get in touch with them or to get connected with them is to go actually to our website, therenegadeatlas.com. And on the right-hand side, click under our sponsors, and you can find both Shenandoah Joe and Top Agent Referral right there. Free service, Top Agent Referral. It's excellent, give it a shot if you're uh, buying or selling a piece of property.
0: It really is a transformative technology. Because yep. a lot of people, maybe where you're currently living, maybe you do know a realtor, but if you're moving to a different area, different yeah. state, what a great resource. Yep. yep. Or if you don't know somebody, they're gonna partner you with the top
1: two agents in that area. Yeah. Luke, the owner, has basically hand-selected the realtors that he allows to be part of this, of the network, you know, so. It, you're not just going to get anybody who paid money to get leads, right? right? You're going to get someone who, who he knows is going to do a good job for you. Yeah, they're they're truly yeah. vetted well. Yeah. So those are our two sponsors,
0: and yeah, go to therenegadeatlas.com and you can um, read more about them all there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this has been uh, a great way for us to explore this created to be, mm-hmm. and I think it shows the breadth and the depth that we can explore when we talk about these things.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kind of what we were just, you know, leading up to right there as we wrap up, just this idea that we're not just here for whatever we're here, um, for a purpose and we can know what that is. And the best way, really the only way to fully know what it is, is to connect with our creator, the one who made us, who knit us together in our mother's womb, who knew us before time began, which is a huge mystery but true somehow absolutely right and wants the best for us and wants us to live into who he made us to be he doesn't want us to like sacrifice and just um you know forsake everything that we who we are and what we really you know what we really truly desire he wants to make that stuff a reality for us but in his way and in his time with his leading and in in friendship and unity and partnership with him yeah and we can both tell you from our own experiences that doing it on our own has not worked out so well. <laughs> and doing that with God has made all the difference in terms of, you know, success even to some degree, but more just like that internal peace and joy that we go about life with. Exactly. It's made a huge difference.
0: Uh, there's no better way to say it. That was perfectly stated. Well, thank you. Yes. Well, that's because you're a genius and you express yourself daily. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Please uh, like this and share it. Um, let others know mm. on your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know, all those thousands of people who still have your MySpace pages. Do it there as well. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but we do appreciate it. Check us out: therenegadeatlas. Com and Renegade Atlas on Facebook.